Hey man, is that the Rock News Weekly podcast? Yeah man, well turn it up man! This is Rock News Weekly. Every week we bring you all the latest headlines in rock, metal, indie, grunge, alt, and classic rock news. This week's new releases, this week in music history trivia, movies, pop culture, and more. Follow us on all social media platforms at Rock News Weekly for our quick one-minute weekly update videos. And please give the episode a five-star rating if you enjoy the episode. Now on to this week's episode. It's time for another episode of the Rock News Weekly podcast this week of July 12th, 2021, Season 3, Episode 27. Chris here inside the garage with Charles once again. What's up, man? Yayo! We got lots to talk about this week, including a Kurt Cobain-designed Fender Jagstain guitar is going to be reissued by Fender to honor the 30th anniversary of Nevermind. Behind the Music is back with eight new episodes this year. We'll Mm -hmm. let you know who they're going to be focusing on. The new mystery bass player in Megadeth has recorded all of his parts for the new Megadeth album already. Foo Fighters release a free mini-documentary on their Madison Square Garden comeback show. The family of ACDC's Bon Scott debuts his first official website to honor his legacy. Cool. Plus, this week in Music History Trivia, Weekly WTF, and so much more. All of our links are up every week at rocknewsweekly.com. Give us a like and a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. It's all the same, at rocknewsweekly. Uh, This week, uh, this past... 9th of July, we had new albums out from Halfway, Museum of Love, The Goon Sacks, and The Wallflowers. Ooh, Goon Sacks. But this past, uh, fr- or this coming Friday, excuse me, on the 16th of July, we have new albums on the way from Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> Clyro, Ida May, John Mayer, KDAP, Moon King, The Ooh. Zolas, Tones and I, Waves, that's with two Vs there, and Willow. Oh, okay. So there yeah, you go. Hello. Um, yeah, we'll uh, <laughs> out of the way, the movie. Peck. Uh, I feel like saying that to b- bare naked ladies. Yeah, out of the way, Peck. Tour de Force is the name of their album. Detour, Detour de Force. Ah, that's clever. I'm I'm excited about everything but bare naked ladies. <laughs> I know they're big fans of the show. Chickadee Chinese chicken. Yeah, Chickadee China. Yeah, or whatever yeah. it is. I know. I know you guys are big fans of the show. I'm just not a big fan of you. <laughs> <laughs> don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. But go ahead and take that personal because I don't like yeah. your band. Um, Ooh, all right, look check at this out. This is pretty cool, huh? These are exact, uh, well, not exact replicas, wow. but pretty darn close of Kurt Cobain designed Fender guitar to be reissued for the honor of the 30th anniversary of Nevermind. These are two very cool colors here. One's like a kind of a red, one's a light blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's combining the Mustang and the Jaguar Fender models. They came up with the prototype, and it's called the Jagstang. He took it on the road with them in 1994 when the band were touring in support of their third album, In Utero. Uh, they say, quote, Kurt always played both guitars, Fender's Larry Brooks recalled. He took photographs of each, cut them in half, and put them together to see what they looked like. It was his concept, and we detailed and contoured it to give him balance and feel. Brooks remembered the Nirvana frontman being easygoing when coming up with the concept. He said, quote, I had the chance to sit and talk with him, then we built him a prototype. He played it a while and then wrote some suggestions on the guitar and sent it back to us. The second time, we got it right. Hmm. The Jagstang combines all the features that Cobain loved about the Mustang and Jaguar models, and it will allow players to create a similar tone to what he used to do. Um, It'll be out October of 2021. 
the the month after Nevermind turns 30 years old. So okay, both right-handed, left-handed editions, 1,200 bucks, 1,250 bucks. Mm, yeah. Um, what do you think of the? Oh, it's Sonic Blue and Fiesta Red are the name of the colors. So what do you think of that guitar there? I think the guitar looks like uh, Kurt Cobain's drawings. <laughs> <laughs> like kind of bad. Yeah, it looks kind of it looks kind of off. It looks like what like if if you were to give somebody who couldn't really draw um like a napkin and a pen and say draw me an electric guitar <laughs> and they just kind of it it does if if you guys you have to check you guys have to check it out it, it is a very strange kind of it is a very strange looking guitar and yeah. like the way that he described it where he's like he, he took two pictures of each and basically cut them in half and put mm-hmm. them together that's pretty much exactly what it looks like it looks like two different totally different guitar bodies and they're like meeting up kind of in the middle mm-hmm. in a very kind of weird way but you know he was a weird guy and yeah. uh, i think this is his kind of like you know way of being you know a little weird with the guitar and uh who knows maybe it plays kind of cool might be it's got some interesting tone options there lots of um uh pickup selectors and different types of tone um manipulation you can do on this yeah uh the whammy bar and the saddle there look pretty pretty cool um, the pickups are aiming in a weird way. That's they're tilting. throwing it off. Yeah, yeah they're they're yeah. at an angle. Uh, it's a double humbucker and then a single coil in the front. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of that or just kind of interesting guitars, uh, check it out. It's coming cool. out in October later this year. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. <laughs> um, Foo Fighters releasing a mini documentary on their Madison Square Garden uh, concert that happened. 466 days without live music, so apparently that's how long it went with Madison Square Garden didn't have a show, uh, which is pretty crazy when you count the number of days like that. Oh, yeah. Um, The documentary is called The Day the Music Came Back, and the band performed Madison Square Garden June 20th, 2021, sold-out crowd. It'll include live footage backstage, testimonials, and more, and it's all free. You can check it out on their YouTube channel. Go! Foo Fighters or uh, Madison Square Garden. It's one of the many things Dave Grohl does on a daily basis. Yeah, he's just just putting out documentaries in the middle of the week, you know, (laughs) because why not, right? Yeah, yeah. His his it's right got nothing now, better to do. Yeah, he's released a documentary while we've been talking uh, yeah, about him yeah. making Food, a documentary. Right. Uh, speaking of documentaries, did you see the trailer for this Woodstock '99? You, you know, you know what though? I I did. I haven't, but I did watch. Um, if you guys check out Netflix, a show called This Is Pop, okay. and it is a it is a kick ass like six part series on Netflix, like a limited series. And one of them actually talks about Woodstock in '99, and what a like what a clusterfuck it like what a horrible kind of thing Woodstock '99 was. Yeah. Uh, but so I'm actually we we were watching it. We we watched the whole show. This is this is pop. You have to watch it, Chris. It's okay. it's a it's a killer show. Um, we watched it a couple of days ago, and there was one that one episode that was just dedicated spe- specifically to music festivals. Oh, the whole okay. episode is is dedicated to, to music festivals, and Woodstock '99 was was on it, and it was just they talked about the fires, they talked about Limp Bizkit, they talked about yep. know, horrible shit, including Limp Bizkit. And then they talked about Limbiscuits. They should have set Limbiscuit on fire. Yeah, is what they should have <laughs> yeah. done at Woodstock. Yeah. and that maybe the crowd would have, you know, responded oh, a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but I'm so I'm <laughs> going. I, I I think I, I would like to. I, I would appreciate this. I you know I knew it. We lived you know we lived through it. We were teenagers at that time. Like yeah. it just seems like I, I remember kind of looking at it on from a distance. But after I watched that that episode, I was like, holy shit, this was. This was a dumpster fire. Yeah, it's pretty bad. So the Chaotic Woodstock 99 Festival is this new HBO Max documentary. 
It's called Woodstock 99 Peace, Love, and Rage. Mm. And it's coming out July 23rd on HBO Max. And, uh, man, yeah, it was a crazy, crazy. Look at this lineup. Corn, Limp Biscuit, Rage Against the Machine, Godsmack, Kid Rock, Insane Clown Posse. That just sounds like a nightmare right there, just yeah. like to begin yeah. with. And then a bunch of others, including like some really weird ones. DMX was there. Cheryl Crow. Alanis Morissette. Morissette. <laughs> Dave Matthews. George Clinton. Oh, Ice yeah. Cube. Right. Chemical Brothers. Yeah. Um, all kinds of stuff happened, though. Apparently, it was like excessive heat, humidity. Uh, they jacked up the prices on water and stuff. Yep. And yep. it led to people to rioting and starting to burn down stuff and oh, yeah. ripping apart stuff. So it's coming out on July 23rd. 22 years uh, after the festival's opening day. Oh, yeah. That so. Basically killing Woodstock for the rest of all time. Yeah. Like that <laughs> Woodstock 99. That was such a Woodstock. shameful, you yeah. know, like representation of Woodstock. But the episode on This Is Pop talk, that talks just nothing about festivals. God, you you guys, you and Dahlia will, will enjoy that. And all right. The audience, go check it out. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yep. We talk so much about festivals on the show. Yeah, I love, I love seeing stuff on that, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the history on them. Um, all right, so more rock news this week. Dave Mustaine has confirmed that the bass parts on Megadeth's new album are done after the band brought in a new bass player to replace, uh, replace David Ellefson's recordings. Mm. And he had already David Ellefson had already recorded his parts for that new album, and Dave Mustaine said, "No, we're going to re-record all of that, and you're not going to be on the album." Wow. Uh, still, still no confirmation on who who it is though. But they already got their bass parts done, and they are on the album. So Jason Newsted. <laughs> Uh, that'd be uh, that'd be a surprise. Yeah, big time. Uh, but no. So it says uh, it's the album is complete and the album will be out soon. Um, so Dave uh, gave the update and let everybody know. So you know, Jason Newstead just bought a thirty million dollar house. No shit. Yeah, really? thirty million dollar house. I, 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 I when when you think about him, like maybe possibly not doing that well since he's been out of Metallica for so many years. I don't know with with with, with the Black Dude, Album. He's getting the royalties he's from getting, the Black Album. Oh, hell, royalties. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Black Album and Justice for All and Load and uh, Reload. Oh, yeah. And yep. then, so he got four albums there that he's still getting nice checks from. Yeah, yeah. So, And now a message from one of our sponsors. Oh, hey, Charles. What's up? Oh, hey, Chris. Hey, Slugger. You look down. What's wrong? I don't know, Chris. Things just haven't been going well for me. My energy seems low. I can't focus at the office. I have trouble feeling powerful like I used to. My arms seem a little saggy. Yesterday, I stared at a bridge for six hours from the roof of a stranger's car. When they asked me to get down, I screamed the name Bette Midler at them several times. I just feel lousy. I don't know what's wrong. Well, I know what's wrong, champ. You do? Yeah. You're not getting enough fortification to those bones with the nutritional content in crow's milk. Huh? That's right, crow's milk. Here, try some. Okay. Mmm, thick. Sure it is. Crow's milk blends the perfect amount of nutrient-fortified crow's eggs with dairy-based products we all enjoy. It's like a drink in a way, but in a way, it's not like a drink at all. Right, and the patented flavor and energy crystals resting deep inside that bottle of cool, refreshing crow's milk gives you the fight you need to pump those muscles up like a crow. 
energy crystals like sugar? Sure, and remember, crow's milk is specifically designed to give you a unique charge of protein with amino acids that do something like science-y for you. Yeah, I can feel the charge right now. It really gives you an I-don't-give-a-fuck attitude. Well, okay. So, Charles, how do you feel now? I mean, I mean like, 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 deep, deep down? down? Really, really reach in there, you know, think about it. About it. Like guar lyrics, Chris. Yeah, good. Now go get them, slugger. And remember, crow's milk can be used as shampoo as well to help replenish those nasty hair follicles. Huh? Crow's milk, available upon request in most countries. Buy it today. Yeah, I'm sure their majority of it's from that Black Album. (laughs) One of the best-selling albums of all time. Yep, absolutely. It's like you could have been, you know... Somebody from the Eagles, like the random keyboard player on that album, you know, yeah. and still have a huge mansion with tens of millions of dollars yeah. from being on one of the best-selling albums of all time. Yeah. It's oh. just a trip to think about, right? You imagine, you know. Um, all right. So let's move on to some more uh, rock news. We were saying uh, earlier, Behind the Music is back. So mm. uh, Behind the Music is back with eight new episodes. Here's the problem. Not very much rock being represented this oh, time yeah. around. So look at this. We got July 29th. It's kicking off with the legendary rocker, Ricky, Ricky Martin. Martin. All yeah. right. Yeah. And then LL Cool J. Oh. and Okay. Huey Lewis and uh, Busta Rhymes and Duran Duran well, and New Kids on the Block. You know and they then say, right? Brett Michaels. It's hip to be square. Fat Joe. What the, what the fuck? <laughs> is, what's going on with my life? Right? Am I? That's who this, it is. I just. Seriously? Yeah, all, those are the people on behind the music. So it seems like more like they're trying to do this like more of like a, almost like a documentary about the person kind yeah. of thing. Instead of behind the music was really like what they were like in the studio album yeah. on tour, but maybe that's what they're gonna go with some of these bands. But I mean, I don't know. So, yeah, yeah. I could honestly kind of a I know, dud, and I know you're a big fan of the show, but I could give a shit about you, Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I know, right? It just, it just doesn't matter. No it one cares. Matter. No one cares. Uh, all right, Bon Scott's family. This is kind of cool though. Bon Scott, the original lead singer of ACDC. A lot of times doesn't really get the credit he deserves and kind of I think his family and fans wanted to kind of cement his legacy in a really cool way. And they've made an official website now uh, on what would have been his 75th birthday. So it's launching his official website. It's bondscottofficial.com. And uh, he died, of course, February 19th, 1980 at the age of 33. That was the whole Spinal Tap joke about uh, choking on his own vomit, along yeah. with, um, I think, Jimi Hendrix or Elvis, one of those two, said was said to have choked on their own vomit as well. John Bonham, I yeah. think, was in that category. Um, but apparently passed out, choked on his own vomit, uh, and died. He sang on ACDC's first six studio albums. Wow. Including High Voltage and all, you know, Highway to Hell, Let There Be Rock, all the all the great albums. Yeah. Um, but, you know, everybody knows Brian Johnson because after uh, Back in Black and Highway to Hell and all that stuff came out, it was like Brian Johnson was the new lead singer and he just was able to ride that wave of oh, success yeah. yep. uh, that Bon Scott kind of built up. Uh, so it's good that he's got his own website now and you can check it out, all of his Photos, stuff with his family. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to have like Q&As and stuff on there. Bonscottofficial.com. So Nicely check that done. out. I sh- or should I say, Nicely done! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> That's right. 
Uh, Metallica set for a second night. Uh, they added another night at this uh, Atlanta Stadium gig on November 6th. Uh, they added another date. It's going to be right after our show at Aftershock at Discovery Park yes. in October. Uh, we're going to get two nights of Metallica on October 8th and 10th on Friday and Saturday night in Sacramento. And then they added some more dates uh, for their uh, tour right after that in Atlanta. So, have you heard anything that, about maybe Hammett having some of his like beer festival stuff? Oh, I wish. There man. at Aftershock. I have not heard that. Oh, like a, just a tent, even just like a little tent I wish. with some of that I stuff. I have not heard anything uh, along those lines. I wish that would happen. I hope it does, but God, be awesome. I haven't heard anything. Um, all right, let's move on. Damon Albarn from Gorillas uh, has a new album. It's called The Near the Fountain. More pure the stream flows. Oh, okay, that is oh. a long. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that long. Nice, <laughs> nice. It's uh, it has it has been released. Okay, so this new single. Oh, the album is not out. Excuse me. Uh, the new album is not out yet, but the new single Polaris uh, is out on. Came out Tuesday, July sixth on YouTube. Okay. Uh, so you can check that out. And apparently, to accompany the new, the song. It's the first in a series of special cinematic films entitled Sublime Boulevard's Performance Films, and it's on the YouTube channel for Damon Albarn. Okay. And it's uh, a full live band. There's a string quartet. It's captured in black and white. Um, so if you guys want to check that out, nice. head over to Damon Albarn's YouTube channel. I think if you could scroll up really quick back to the name of that album, I think that we are wrong here, though. I think the nearer the fountain, more pure the stream flows. Right. I think that that's the new hit by the artist... Enya, I think, I think, <laughs> right. I think that's that's more something like she would she would say. That's right. That yeah. is true. Maybe he stole that from her. He stole it from, or she's on the album. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. That would actually be good. Yeah, absolutely. Look at this cool guy. What? Josh Todd became a phlebotomist during the pandemic. Uh, apparently, uh, couldn't get any money. And had to figure out something. Buck Cherry's uh, Josh Todd kept busy during the pandemic by earning his certification as phlebotomy. Oh, okay. The singer told Eddie Trunk that he passed the national exam after taking a two-week course, then worked as a phlebotomist in downtown L.A., drawing blood for about four months. Okay. Well, nice. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. I mean, I think a lot of people... You know, in the music world, uh, they just had to get real jobs, and they're just like, "Fuck it, I gotta get certified doing yeah. something." You I can't do what make you gotta money. do. Yeah, you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. And he did something cool yeah. that's, uh, you know, giving back to the community a little bit, and uh, definitely needs people in that field. So nice. That's very nice. I'm, I'm a hey, Josh Todd. I'm, I'm not like a huge fan, but I think that that's pretty awesome, <laughs> right? I'm, like straight up, I would straight up give this dude like a high five for yeah. for keeping it real, right? Uh, all right, last rock story of the week, even though it's not really rock. Uh, Bring Me the Horizon launched their own barbecue sauce, Charles. Okay. It's a vegan barbecue sauce. They've teamed up with Lou's Brews to create Psycho Sauce, described Ooh. as a smoky barbecue sauce with a big spicy kick. So there you go. You know, I, I've been stuck on a Bring Me the Horizon song like so much lately, and it's an older, it's not an older, older song, but it's not a new song. Right. Um, and I mentioned it a few times on the, on the show um, when I say, hey, like sugar, honey, ice, and tea. Like it's a Bring Me the Horizon song where he's where he sings, "I'm so full of sugar, honey, ice, and tea," and and like it, for whatever reason, I've been like really stuck on that lately. I'm just and you know we've seen Bring Me the Horizon like what two or three times, yeah. And each time they put on like a solid performance. I think I would buy 
their vegan barbecue sauce just to support just to support <laughs> Ollie and his like we should super bring it to the show we ways. should bring it to the show in aftershock and start spraying uh, the barbecue <laughs> sauce on everybody at Put, the we'll see. push it back yeah push it back is that my barbecue yeah. sauce yeah if you guys have ever seen bring me the horizon live if you if you haven't seen them live they're so funny cuz cuz Ollie will be like he'll he'll come out and he'll be like Look at you. You make me fucking sick. You fucking despicable, nasty crowd. And then he'd be like, I love you. Here we go. Next song. Yeah. It's like, what? This, like, this was all for you. Great. Yeah. We I love hate you. you. I wish you weren't here. Get out of my sight, but I love you, and I couldn't do this without you. He's like, you are pathetic. I love you, Sacramento. <laughs> yeah, he would talk shit. The reason why he kept talking shit to the crowd because they weren't like moshing hard enough. Yeah, that, yeah. That he was like he was uh, disappointed with with us. You know, yeah. like we weren't we weren't <laughs> up to his standards of moshing or whatever. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Get your uh, vegan barbecue sauce. Do it. Do it. Uh, Support them. They're a good band. There you go. All right. And now a message from one of our sponsors. New York City, nineteen twenty nine. The air is thick with crime, dirt, grit, and passion. He walks alone. You know that, Jack? With a side. But who walks alone, Nancy? With a side of pickles, Jack. Damn it, Nancy. Who walks alone? This fall, there's a new hope on the streets for the innocent and a new threat to the guilty. I work alone, Johnny. No need to drag you along like a side of fries. Yeah, detective? I know you like to go lean, but sometimes you gotta double down, get beefy. Remember, we're a team. There is no team. After a life-threatening disaster leaves Detective Angus's face horribly scarred, but his cognitive abilities increase, giving him incredible foresight into hindsight. I see it, Nancy. What did you see, Johnny? Tortilla Face will most likely strike again, as he did before. My God! You'll say that again in 15 seconds, Nancy. I predict it, because that rat bastard left another clue. What is it? He played us like the drums, Nancy. He left his calling card at the scene of the crime. A slipknot. My God! A menace lurking in the shadows finds an arch-nemesis and hamburger man. They call him the savior of this city. What do they call you, boss? Psychosocial. His existence and mine, a duality, if you will. Or as hamburger man would say it, the devil and I. What do we do now, boss? We wait, henchman. We wait and bleed. Ronald Snargetson as Detective Angus. My face, like a monkey, threw up into a meat grinder. That's why I fight greasy. Tiddly Sweeney Doo as Nancy Groucho. It doesn't matter, Johnny. I love you. I love your ugly mug. And Benedict Cumberbatch as Tortilla Face. It all goes down tonight, Detective. Santa Maria, you're ugly. And that comes from a man whose face looks like Freddy Krueger's kneecaps. Hamburger Man and Tortilla Face, The Reckoning. 
rock birthdays this week. Ringo Starr, Ooh. drummer for the Beatles, 81. Only? Holy shit. Yeah, I know. Right? I, I thought he was older than <coughs> that. I thought he was 105. Me too. Uh, Richie Sambora, guitarist okay. uh, for Bon Jovi, I believe, right? Uh, 62. Jerry Miller, uh, singer guitarist from Moby Grape, 78. And Courtney Love, uh, okay. widow of Kurt Cobain, 57 this week. Gotcha. All right, we got some trivia for you guys. <coughs> Excuse me. This week in music history trivia, in 1965, this band got their number first number one hit. The very first number one hit. Bonus points if you can name the song. Was it from A, The Beatles, B, The Rolling Stones, or C, David Crosby's Cook-Fueled Caravan of Cakes and Casseroles? Oh, gee, God, you had to throw a curveball on this one, didn't this you? This is didn't a tough you? one. Oh, my God, 1965. All three great bands. 1965, The This Band got their first number one hit. You like that? Uh, their first, okay, 1965. So... I would say, okay, so I don't think it's the Beatles. Um, and it may be the Rolling Stones, but 1965. I'm Okay, so I'm going to go with David Crosby's Coke-Filled Caravan of Cakes and Casseroles. It's, okay, why? why it, it just it sounds like something that would be, like, very popular at that time. Like, it sounds like something that, you know, Dave Crosby, he's just kind of starting off. You know, the war in Vietnam hasn't really kicked into to high gear yet. Right, right. Like, maybe, like, a little, little protest going on. Like, Colombia hasn't started to fuel in, like, as much um, as much cocaine as, you know, as they did much later, you know, in the 70s and 80s. And But but I, I could imagine him baking a, a, a just a casserole and a cake out of, like, pure cocaine. Just, like getting it and then baking those things and then you know creating a band and just being yeah. really popular so the, st the story was that i heard i this is all you know total like hearsay because that not very many people remember this tour it was so small very short-lived but what david crosby would do he would have his mom actually cook on stage mm. he would bring out an oven and she'd just sit there and cook a casserole Oof. while david crosby would just play the spoons on a table Oof. That was the that was the concert. That was the album. There wasn't any lyrics. Progressive. Yeah, it was pretty far out. It yeah. was kind of like, wow, this is. And, and and then she would bring out the casserole, and then everybody uh, in the front row would fight over it. I love it. I love it. It was yeah, yeah. They would all right. All of you fight over this right now. Yeah. And then ten people, and then she'd throw the casserole on the ground, and it would break, and glass would be in there, but they'd still be eating it. And do you know some some? Uh, it was they, a pretty crazy show. Yeah, they've got black and white footage of that, and in the audience is Forrest Gump. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's actually in he's there. He's there on everything, he's right? There. He's there for everything. It's so crazy. So 1965, the This Band got their first number one hit. Uh, what do you think, audience? <laughs> Great choice. Yes, you're correct. It's the Rolling Stones. <laughs> ah, what? They got their first number one hit this week in 1965 with I Can't Get No Satisfaction. Oh, okay. Was that stolen from Blues Musicians? Uh, it probably was, <laughs> to be honest. I think uh, it could be. It was like a John Lee Hooker song, and they probably. just like, took it. Um, all right. Uh, do we have another one here? We do. Okay, yes. No way. This is a little uh, darker one. Um, not, as, not as funny. This week, two rock drummers were fired for their drug use. Days apart from each other, but one was in 1996 in this week, and one was in 1990 in oh. this week. The one in 1990 was Steven Adler from Guns N' Roses. 
Who was the other drummer in 1996? Oh. Was God, it A, Matt hard. Cameron from Soundgarden, B, Jimmy Chamberlain from Smashing Pumpkins, or P, Peter, Salers, Peter Salisbury from The Verve? Ooh, man. So. Drummer was fired. Which one? This um, week. I mean, I could say D, a coke-fueled David Crosby. He, he was fired. He tried to hop on the drums, <laughs> and they're like, you're not a drummer. Get the hell out of here. He was like, look at this. So higher methamphetamines. He's like, he just became Danny Carey for like 12 seconds before <laughs> before the, the meth wore off. Oh, two rock drummers fired for the drug use days apart. Um, I'm going to go with Peter Salisbury. Peter from the Salisbury Verve. from yeah. The Verve. Mm-hmm. It was actually, it's not C. I don't know why I put C. It's B. Oh, I was going to say, oh, I'm right. It's B, Jimmy Chamberlain from the Smashing Pumpkins. No way. It was in, on this week in 1996, the night before a show at Madison Square Garden in New York City, Smashing Pumpkins touring keyboarder Jonathan Melvin, Melvoin excuse me, dies at the age of 34 after shooting heroin with drummer Jimmy Chamberlain, who is fired from the band a few days later. He returns in 1999. The Sarah McLachlan song Angel is inspired by Melvoin's death. Oh, no way. And this week in 1990, Steven Adler was fired from Guns N' Roses because of his drug use. He was replaced by Matt Sorum, and the rest is history there. Oh, okay. But two drummers fired on this week for heroin and drug use. That's uh, right. Uh, so there you well, go. That's a sad story. Yeah, kind of. I always, I always thought Sarah McLachlan's Angel was inspired by some puppies. <laughs> no, it's inspired by kittens. the keyboardist from the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. Check out this story headline. Movie TV Entertainment News. Danny Trejo says he was hypnotized by Charles Manson in prison. Wow. Well, at the Los Angeles County Jail, not prison. Uh, the machete actor writes in his new memoir, Trejo, which sounds really interesting, that the notorious criminal needed protection and offered to use his hypnotic powers to get them high in exchange for help. According to this, he says that Danny Trejo writes that the experience was like a guided meditation with Manson talking the group into thinking they were smoking weed and then heroin. Trejo recalled, by the time he described it hitting my bloodstream, I felt the warmth flowing through my body. If that white boy wasn't a career criminal, he could have been a professional hypnotist. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Uh, Danny Trejo's awesome. Like, I can't, I actually, I actually haven't tried his beer. He's got some beer. Um, Yeah. 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 Over down at Rayleigh's. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, but yeah, well, it would be. That, I mean, I, I can imagine it. He's Charles Manson. That's you know, he was able to convince as a cult leader, like be able to convince everyone to basically do his bidding. Yeah, pretty crazy, huh? That's um, crazy. All right, yeah. this was kind of crazy news from around the world. Uh, it, 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 just a heads up: if you're getting older in life and maybe you have some health conditions, maybe going on a crazy ass roller coaster mm. isn't the best idea. Uh, Mm Because this lady at an Indiana theme park last month was killed by her thoracic thoracic artery tearing due to the force of the roller coaster, causing severe internal blood loss. Wow. The coroner ruled that the death was an accident, saying it was just a reaction her body had from riding the ride. It had Mm -hmm. nothing to do with a malfunction or anything as far as safety and that type of thing. She Mm. was 47, unresponsive after riding the roller coaster called The Voyage. At the Holiday World and Splash and Safari in June. So, okay, I hate roller coasters. Yeah, I, I know. I, I don't mind. I get the older, ones. I don't. Yeah, I don't like them at all anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the real kind of simple ones, like the ones that don't do a whole lot, like at Disneyland, that's right. not a big deal. But like, like Six Flags, Six Flags type roller coasters, like I just don't have fun. The thrill, the thrill is gone. It's just, you know, it's not. It's, it's just it, jolting you around. Yeah, and your, your your stomach goes into your face. 
like as soon as you drop and it's like it's just not an enjoyable feeling speaking of non-enjoyable feelings um subway sandwiches hmm. uh refreshes their menu insists that it has nothing to hide amid this tuna controversy <laughs> have you heard about this tuna controversy they're going through no but subway's had like a different controversy like, <laughs> like i know every right few months. so here's the deal uh, they say that they have 100% uh, wild-caught tuna, but uh, people did some research. The New York Times apparently did this thing where they went to 20 different Subway locations, and they got the, su the tuna uh, samples, and they sent it to a lab, and it came back that it wasn't a, a type of tuna. It wasn't even, they could, out of all the genetic 20 different species of tuna that they have on file wow. the the subway tuna that they had was not matching any of them <laughs> it was pork yeah well <laughs> and the sub subway spokesperson you know kind of made a point well you know it's cooked tuna so it manipulates the dna and you, and, you know you're not going to get the, the the prep the proper dna reading yeah. with a cooked food sample and all this stuff but it erupted this controversy about it and subway says they're not changing anything to that tuna recipe or whatever mm, okay. so bumblebee tuna yeah bumblebee tuna. or not yeah. It's uh, like uh, Funa or uh, Tofuna. Oh, there we go. Tofuna. There I mean, go. honestly, folks, Subway, I, I, I can't really say anything about Subway because they, they should be our sponsor. They should be sponsoring <laughs> us. The, the way that they're going, they may have to sponsor us here pretty they soon. They should, right? Yeah, yeah, we may be one of the options uh, yep. for you. So we're here for you, Subway, if you yep. need somebody. That Absolutely. Is, you know, Jared kind of screwed you guys there. Um, you guys have had a rough go at it. You know, you know what? Honestly, I think we should go the route of like uh, the song "Hooker with a Penis" from and Tool. We should, yeah, from Tool, and we should just we should just embrace it and just sell out. Just hook us up, folks. Give us <laughs> give us whatever, right? Whatever, it's not uh, a bad whatever angle. you can give us, we'll we'll take it. Check this out. Um, the rink ice from Tampa Bay Lightning's arena is going to be used in a limited edition beer from Coors. Oh. So they're going collect ice what? from the rink at this from the Stanley Cup. They won the Stanley Cup, Tampa Bay Lightning. So now they're going to brew this beer. It's called Champions Ice. Limited edition beer. Okay. It's going to be available on Tampa, in Tampa area bars and uh, collectible crawlers next week. So the team gave their blessing to Coors, the official beer of the team. Of course, blood and sweat can be found on the ice during yeah, NHL yeah. games, but Coors says that the water used to create the brew has been processed and cleansed. So, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about it that It sounds one. like a gimmick to me. Yeah. Like they're probably not even going to use that fucking ice, and yeah. they're just acting like they are to say that they it's it's made with it. But You know what I think? I think somebody's going to drink it. And then, and then they're gonna get sick, and then they're gonna have to go to the they're gonna have to go to the law firm of Joyce Choiceless <laughs> That's right. to uh, to find their way out of that pickle. They're gonna need a good lawyer. They're gonna need a good lawyer. That's right. Yep. And now a message from one of our sponsors. Have you been involved in an accident? Are you currently involved in an accident? Did you make an accident in your pants? Is an accident waiting for you at some point, sometime soon? Have your parents ever told you you were an accident? Well, you've got a chance to get back at those pesky people by visiting my law firm today. Hi, I'm Joyce Choiceless. I run a law firm on the corner of Cisco and Glenn called Joyce Choiceless for the Voiceless, and my motto is, With Joyce Choiceless, you're not voiceless. In fact, you're on my choice list. Just between you and me, lawyers, right? But I'm not a lawyer. Not just because I've been disbarred, but because I've had a few accidents just like you. My friend Tony, he's a lawyer. 
and for only the cost of a venti caramel frap a few times each day, you can climb out of that accident shithole and ride into a 93 Lexus. What? I can't say shithole? Let me start over. I'm Joyce Choiceless, and I'll represent you in a court of law. Me and my husband, Royce, will give the voiceless a voice and the choiceless a choice. Don't be a fool. Come down to Joyce Choices Law Firm for the Voiceless and explain yourself. Every person who enters my offices and slaps down a $5 fee gets a complimentary bottle of crow's milk. Come get some. Come down and buy me a coffee and we'll talk about your accident. What do you have to lose? Don't be an asshole. What? I can't say asshole. Um, all right, so some good news this week. Goodwill Worker found this rare $10,000 video game in a what? box of donations. Yes, uh, so check it out. It was a Goodwill Worker in North Central Texas found a rare copy of the Atari video game Air Raid. Ooh. So apparently only 13 known copies of this game exist, and it has an unusual uh, game cartridge. It's like a T-shaped handle on the uh, cartridge. Only 13 known copies of the game exist, so... Wow. They put it up for auction, and they got $10,590 for it. That is crazy. They say that the money is going to allow the organization to provide day habilitation services uh, for a year for one adult with disabilities or provide 20 homeless individuals with job placement services. So That's cool. That's, that's pretty a, that's cool. That's a good story to, to end it with. Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's and, pretty nice. And you never know. So double-check your shit before... Uh, you take it to Goodwill unless you want to end up, you know, giving them a huge, nice charitable donation. But that's what Goodwill is all about anyway, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like you didn't want it. You didn't care. So, hey, you know, yeah. it worked out good for them. Goodwill. That's right. Goodwill. Um, you guys got it. Goodwill. That's it for us this week. Uh, make sure you guys check us out online. Of course, rocknewsweekly.com. Give us a rate and a like, a five-star rating, whatever you guys feel is appropriate for our podcast, however you're listening. We do appreciate it. Um, in the Apple or Google stores. Give us a like on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Rock News Weekly, and we will see you guys next week. Have a good one. Peace! Peace.